cheese, and we get really high. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Weed of Time podcast, where we smoke the chronic, no spo's laughter is supersonic, and Gareth and Swan are still trying to pretend that it's platonic. I'm the shame of Tarvalon, and I am here with my co-hosts, Gang and Nosebo, and we are here to talk about the Wheel of Time. Legendary, might I say. I saw you sneaking around looking up euphemisms for weed earlier, and you you did not disappoint. I always keep the Wikipedia list open. Hell yeah. (laughs) Party. I must. Alright, so dang, we're getting to Shaitan's lettuce and munchies. What do we smoke? Oh, fucked if I know. <laughs> Fam, we've been smoking since like 10 a.m. Yeah, you're um, not even joking, like a little bit. A lot happened. We smoked some Namaste Ultra Sour. For context, a- for those of you on Twitter, I found out about not working at my school yesterday, so we're coping things. And then Dang finished Skyward Sword and he hated it. Yeah. But. <laughs> But that's that's what where we are in the chronology since these are offset. Mm, that's true. If you want them on time, you can subscribe on Patreon. Look at yours. But, but we, what the fuck do we smoke? Yeah, thank you. We Sorry. we we've been smoking. There was some Namaste Ultra Sour, which is a sativa around twenty percent. Um, there was. DNA Genetics Chocolate Fondue and DNA Genetics Kosher Kush. Uh, sativa and indica, respectively, of different percentages, somewhere in the 20s. I'm passing them over to Shame so she can note no, them. No, we're good, we're good, Are we're we good. good? Yeah. She's nailing this shit, holy fuck. I'm just eating. <laughs> and then... I type really fast. I grew up with MSN, remember, and I had friends. Hey. <laughs> Sometimes you're hurtful with your words. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> There's also the ever ever present dregs container of just like random bits of weed we pour out of the bottom of other shit. We smoked a bunch of that. We've been make us strong. <laughs> we've been smoking for like a combined four and a half hours or some shit today. It's been a lot of weed. I'm colossally fucked up. Labor weekend. Woohoo. I, so- I, I'm also drinking a Cremor premium lager, which is fucking delicious. Ontario craft beer forever. And I'm drinking a Diet Coke because I'm fucking tired and I need caffeine. That's true what they say. And then Dang and I are having dinner between this episode and the next episode. We'll have snacks in another episode. Nospo's got snacks, though. She's got dinner. She... Yeah, I've got my dinner. i got nugs and fries. And I also have some Oreos for the table. A.K.A. me. Yeah. <laughs> Play of Oreos type. for the table? <laughs> If I were doing Oreos, would you have some? Mm-hmm. I know you'd have some. Of course I would. <laughs> uh, so, all right. What are we so, here to talk about? first prompt. Uh, we sure. are doing the Gathering Storm update. So, Nospo has been reading the Gathering Storm. I believe the last time we wrote an episode, it was the Knife of Dreams update. We hadn't talked about any progress in the Gathering Storm yeah. really at all. I'm about 250 pages in. Yeah. I've gotten through it much faster than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. She didn't believe me when I said it was easier to read Brandon Sanderson, but I was right. <laughs> yeah. But I'm me, and me has to know before <laughs> I can make a judgment call. She has call. to see it to believe it. I do. Um, Some stuff has happened. Pretty spicy prologue, if I remember, baby. I don't know. 
We just talked about it. Masima died. Yeah, Masima died. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. Masima died. Fayil killed died. him. Mm-hmm. Um, Parents having angst. Is he ever? We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else happened in that prologue? Do you want to go character by character instead of oh, prologue? Oh, that would be wonderful, actually. Okay. Yes. So let's start with Perrin and Fayil since we're on that one to begin with. Okay, so par- like we've rescued Phil. Everything's good and happy, but things are not good and happy apparently. Angst. There's so much angst. He like goes to reach for the the rope that he tied the them in knots for the days to mm-hmm. count. He's like, "No, we can't. We threw that away. We don't have that anymore. You can't go back to that. That was bad. Don't do that anymore, Perrin." And he's like, "But what will I obsess over until yeah, I have something new to obsess over. And he's coming to terms with the fact that he did a really shitty job as the leader while Fael was taken and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oops, I fucked up bad. Yeah. Um, and he's just feeling a lot of angst over what he thinks she would have gone through as part of that. Mm-hmm. And just stuff with Aram. Aram, yeah. Perrin and Fael have collective role in angst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> They haven't even got the three-way, but they still have an angst. (laughs) They've kind of concluded, or parents concluded that his, um, his new obsession is Rand, and I'm like, that's wonderful. Yeah, and he's trying to deal with all the refugees, because he's got, like, hundreds of thousands of refugees. So many. So he's doing his best, because he only has two Ashima. All right. I'm uh, very tired. (laughs) Yes. Um, a trim. Man, I don't actually think I have had anything from Matrim's perspective. Oh, girl, you missing out. There's shit going down. You're All I've like seen it. is just a colorful Tavirin painting of him thing. Mm, what was he doing? Ram just noted that uh, Tuong wasn't really with him anymore and that yeah. he was out of the forest. In the mountains. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, I'd like to talk to Matt. That would be a thing that I would enjoy doing. Yeah. Where are you, bitch? Because he's angry, Rand. Mm-hmm. He is no longer a baby. Speaking of Rand, what's he up to? Really trying his best at being insane and embracing it completely. Oh yeah, he's like, nah, we going full crazy. He's ready now. Also, just so everybody knows where I am, I am ahead of the Gathering Storm in Nospo, and some very dramatic things have happened for me regarding a number of characters that belong to a certain organization. There's a number of organizations, so like, there's plausible deniability, and she'll just wonder. But some really cool things have happened, and I need this woman to read. Is it the band? No, I'm not telling you. <laughs> it was a, it's Girl, a, you crazy. A scene with a very intense thunderstorm, if you will. Yeah. That's that's a, that's our hint. That's our cryptic talking around no. Yeah. Jesus. Um. But yeah, he's talked to, he's decided his plan now is he's got to make friends with Rodel. Rodel's like, no, no, no more fighting Shanchon. We can't mm. do that right now. Yes, yeah. I realize they've committed multiple crimes. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I recognize this too. <laughs> yep. But we ain't got time for that. We will have time to kill each other after we stop the thing that might kill everybody, you know? Yeah. Okay, but Rand walking into Rodel Ilterod's camp. Legendary. Yeah, legendary. I'm so glad we got that from his perspective instead of Rand's perspective. Like, it was so much cooler. 
Because Rand would Because Rand would have just kind of ruined it with whining. That's legit. Are you turning your sound off when you're not talking? Yeah. Because you're not reading The Gathering Storm? Yeah. I don't have much to say. I'm just turning myself up for random quips. Mostly so you don't get my beer burps right in the microphone, too. Valid. Completely valid. I I was admiring it, actually. (laughs) Uh, Peace fan, continue. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, So Rand was, yeah, with Rodel. What's Egwene up to? Well, she was very recently serving a lineup. And then later that evening, oh, and she threw the soup all she over the floor. She threw the soup down. She threw it on the ground. It was the only thing she could do to keep herself from not ruining everything. Yep. Just throw the soup away. And then she did. <laughs> Elida was not happy, but she was less unhappy than she would have been otherwise. She's... Um... She saw Leanne, and while visiting Leanne, actually just about to leave Leanne... The cell melted. The cell melted! And Egwene was like, yo, are y'all gonna let this happen to Leanne? Help, like, I can't. The two white, or two yellow guards, and they're like, oh shit. I guess we should do something. (laughs) Quip I made to, like, no spo about this is regardless of whether anybody else knows it around her. Egwene knows she is the Amerlin, and she is going to act like the fucking Amerlin, no matter what, and by God, might it work. Or it might work. Yeah, it really might. She's working wonders. <laughs> she is, she is. She do be, she do be. Uh, Nynaeve. With Rand. <laughs> With Rand. Yeah, there wasn't really much. They're, she's practicing for her, um, I said I test with the hundred weaves that you that do she, in stressful still, situations apparently yeah that she's she's like i'm not gonna have to do this the almerlin rise raised me to Aes Sedai, and it's like oh not even <laughs> <laughs> if only <laughs> um elaine kidnapped yeah but she's fine now yeah yeah they, they resolved that in the last book oh yeah 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 any anything new from elaine not that I remember, no. Okay. She's the Queen of Andor. That's, like, the last thing we saw. Ah, <coughs> uh, Gowan. No! He can't make a... Okay, this is literally the dumbest thing ever. We talked about this already, literally last night, I think. Or two nights ago, I don't know. But it's the dumbest thing. Gowan just could be with Elaine and on Elaine and Egwene's side. Like, he literally could just, without yeah. hesitation. No one would question him. Do you want to be with your girlfriend and your to- sister? Well, he he wouldn't even have to say that he was going to the rebel Aes Sedai. What Gowan should have done is immediately upon finding out that the tower had split, he should have gone and his sister wasn't there. He's like, okay, well, my sister will make her way to Andor, especially once more gays died. Once more gays died. Definitely for sure. Yeah. But when she allegedly died. He should have made his way to Andor. And then he would have been with Elaine. And guess what? She knows how to travel. She could have sent him to Egwene if he wanted. Wouldn't have all of his problems have just been solved by this if he had just done his fucking job? Yep. My God. He's like, I would love to serve Elida for some reason, but I have to choose my sister. Even though she's actively trying to kill him. And he knows this. He's well aware of this fact. Okay, so, like, Galad is the white cloak. But he's just bitchy against Swan. <laughs> Literally, like, it's because he's mad at Swan. Like, out of the brothers, Galad is the white cloak. 
But, like, Gowan is the incel fucking yeah. thin blue line fucking yeah. alt-right Pepe the Frog Kekistan shithead. You know what I yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. Somehow he's the yeah. turd brother. Yeah. No. We're going to do a whole episode that just fucking roast Gowan when no spos finished the series. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I won't compromise. I'm calling it the roast of Gowan the idiot Tricand. <laughs> I'd also like at some point to really like actually seriously consider both Gowan and Galad as a partner and figure out whether or not Egwene made the right choice, but you know, scientifically and for fun. Okay, here we go. Like, no, she did not. <laughs> Obviously <laughs> not. Done. Wrong choice. That was easy. Galad, way better. <laughs> yeah, but I want to roast him further by comparing him oh, to his yes. brother. <laughs> oh, I see. You want to make a pros and cons list where it's very clearly pros and then very clearly cons. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Completely. Valid. Uh, who else is a character in these books? Prince um, Wayne, I guess, but it was just... Yeah. Um, torturing Semirog. Mm. Avienda! Mm. Haven't really had much of Avienda. She's mad. She's being punished for some reason. Has Catswain been actually able to do anything with Semirog? Oh, no. Not at all. Being a bitch. Okay. Uh, so that's the main five. We haven't heard anything from Lan. Mm-mm. Uh, what's happening at the Rebel I Oh, Swan, Rebel I said I camp. Oh, Lilane's kind of trying to take a green spot now that she's gone. Yeah. And Swan's like, what do I do? And Egwene's like, handle it. You were literally the Amarlin like two months ago. You'll be fine. <laughs> like Yeah. <laughs> Egwene's like, well, she's using my authority to make herself seem powerful, so if I come back, she has no power, and if I don't come back, then that's fine. We need an Amarlin. She's smart. <laughs> She'd do fine. Egwene's too zen for all of it. <laughs> and then Swan told Gareth about how she was one of the four people who knew that Rand was coming into the world when he the did. The dragon was being reborn. When sweet baby Rand yep. was born. To explain why she broke her oath to him. Mm-hmm. And it was very, very tender and romantic for, like, three seconds. It was. <laughs> and then they went back to pretending it was platonic. That's a callback to the intro. Yeah, they both had the opportunity to be like, okay, but why are we still doing this? And they both could have said, I have a thing for you. And, and they, they both, were, like, yeah. they each had a turn. They both yep. did, like... Yep. And they both just decided to, like, not. not. <laughs> my laptop might die. Shit. That's okay. That's why we're fun. Um, Alright. I don't think there's any more characters really in The Gathering Storm at this point in time. No, nothing about Matt and how he's gonna rescue Moraine yet, which is what I want. <laughs> don't worry, you'll get there. Uh, okay, so let's move on to our next prompt, which is, have you ever tried the exercises to embrace Sidar or Sidine? What happened? Like the flame in the void, or yeah. pretending to be the flower. I have tried both before when I've, meditating. Yeah, I've tried both. I've found that I have more sex or success. <laughs> <laughs> success. <laughs> like I said, I'm very tired. I've found that I have more success with the sidine technique because that's kind of easier for me. I have a very hard time pretending to be a flower. <laughs> and Only I'm a natural. control freak. So, like, I'm gonna have to go down kicking and screaming like 9 Eve, you know? 
I would imagine that for most things that aren't flowers, it's kind of hard to imagine being a flower. Yeah, that's valid. So, I think it would also be hard for flowers since they don't have brains. Yeah, really though. And like... Just imagine so, being a flower. So do we think magic rituals are unnecessarily gendered? Yes, yeah. I do. I do, I do, I do. But anyway, you've had more success with the flame and void technique, you yeah, said. Yeah, but like never anything chill. You never, you never just. I never, just I chill out. I smoke weed because I'm never chill. It's not going to make me chill. <laughs> I am constantly thinking of at least eight things, and there's other things on the back burner. I'm just a rolling ball of anxiety and compulsion, like. That's Jesus. It ain't gonna make me chill. <laughs> Dang. What about you? Why me? Because she's already talked. Did she? Yeah, she talked first. Shit, fuck. I can talk some more. Do it. Um, I also have more success with the, um... Sidene. Yeah. Yeah. But with the flower, I don't imagine I am a flower. I literally envision a lotus flower and just watch it open and close a bunch of times. That makes sense. It's valid. I feel like the flower one would be easier if you were, like, out tanning. You know, because you can be like, ah, yes, I'm photosynthesizing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that, was, that is when it would work the best, you know. Gonna soak up the sun. Yeah. It's I... kind of just like the principles of grounding a little bit. Yeah. You got to put yourself in an environment where it's, you know, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to pretend to be something. And so for me, this is really it's called easy. getting into character. <laughs> um, for me, this is really easy. I've never tried any of this shit. No, it makes sense. I just, that sounds like you. Sounds exactly like me. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> Allegedly. That's fair. I can't do any sort of that shit. It's horrible. Which is weird because you have such an imaginative brain. Yeah. It's true. You I do. feel like you'd be the best at it if you did try it, you know? I'm just historically very bad at, like, mindfulness things, you know? Yeah. It's because you can't why, turn your brain off. That's why I sucked at that part of Skyward Sword where you had to keep strumming the fucking harp at the right rhythm. Yeah. Which Fuck is... that shit. <laughs> A little bad since we're musicians, but, like... Yeah, but that's not music. That's just... It's silly. What's oh. just silly? Yeah, yeah, like... It didn't match up with the music whatsoever. That's true. It was just a visual. All yeah. right. Ogier oh, your sex. Ear play? Question mark. Oof, so. This is Dang's prompt. We can blame him for it. <laughs> As with all of our cursed prompts, it's Dang's prompt. Y'all love having me to just like scapegoat on yes, this show. Yes, I do. <clears throat> um, Ogiers. When they do it. <laughs> I think they fondle ears because they were like touching each other's ears after they got married. It's they true. were all up in there. If it's if it is not part of foreplay, at least <laughs> there's no way. No, and like, what would it be akin to like nibbling on someone's earlobe? Like, no, more like touching breasts, maybe. <laughs> like, yeah, like we we would be considering them necks. an erogenous zone. You know yeah. what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I the see. inner thigh. Yeah. 
Do you ever just have two clits sticking out the side of your head? Two dicks sticking out the side of your head? Not most of the time, but like, I've done a few weird drugs, it's fine. Yeah. But no, she, yes, we'll talk about that. Um, but like, when we're from Loyal, or looking from Loyal's perspective, he like notices her ears and their shape and stuff and how they cry quiver and it's like oh my god no but really think about it think about it robert jordan had a fetish for years no no (laughs) different species have different physiologies and thus have different things they look for in Mm -hmm. mates right yes like birds and their plumages and (laughs) plumages plumagi i don't know (laughs) plumage anyway but why is why is ears and hearing so important to ogier okay well see the ogier are human-esque oid but they got lots of fur big old ears yeah they're giants and they like doing things really slowly and talking things out like fucking ants right yeah so like i don't think they're super furry they just have like hair out of their ears and stuff but like if they're old want them furry all right Dang's a furry. Furries in Randland. Yikes. Episode four, part two. I think. Yes. Nice. <laughs> nice. Callback. <laughs> That's a callback. A very specific one. Yeah, no, but listen. Different species look for different things based on their physiologies, right? Mm. Yes. Ogier have the big ears and an emphasis, a cultural emphasis on conversation. Yes. Of which one of the more important parts that isn't the kissing with your mouth part, mm-hmm. is the ears. Yes? yes. So, like, both culturally and just, like, in terms of how they're built, there's a lot of attention drawn to these things on the side of your head, yes? Mm-hmm. It just makes sense that that could be a thing that they would evolve to feel. Yeah. Randy about! <laughs> okay. But if they're erogenous jo- zones for, like, touching, do we think that... Ogier just walking around with their ears out all the time is like cultures where people just walk around with their boobs out all the time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Valid. They have freed the nipple proverbially for their own yeah. species. Phyllis genus. Fair enough. Great stumps must be quite interesting. And everybody's I imagine out with they're their quite ears lengthy. Out? Yeah. <laughs> like ant moots. Their ears just start to all vibrate in tandem. That's what I want to know. I want Loyal at the Great Stump. I want one chapter of Loyal at the Great Stump. That would be so fucking cool. Yeah, he's left for the Great Stump, but if only we got to see it. <laughs> I would love to know the Great Stump. Yep. And, uh... But yeah, Ogier is definitely horny for ears. Okay. So, like... I'm just imagining Ogier, like, Loyal's wife coming up and, like, starting to stroke his ear. Hey, baby. You know. Or, you know, it's an Ogier. Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be better at her voice than I would. Yes, yeah, because what I was imagining was she reaches up to stroke his ear like, Happy birthday, Mr. Mm-hmm. President. Yeah. <laughs> just low and sultry, you know? Yeah. Just caressing these fucking hairy ass ears. Do you think at any point in Ogier history there has been a social agreement on like the majority of people trim their ear hair for No. You don't think so. <laughs> no. You don't think that ever was a thing. I think it's just normal for Ogier dudes to have ear fur, and I think it doesn't 
grow or it's very soft. It's a different texture okay. for them. But I remember like them talking about each other's ear fur. Loyal <laughs> admiring her ear fur. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> So, or her tufts. Her, her tufts. tufts. I, I think for my follow-up questions, we need to establish what part of the human anatomy we would most readily want to compare the <laughs> erogenous level of ogier ears at. Is there an equivalent on our bodies that we could agree on? Breasts. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I think that might be the most natural one. Like, nipples, breasts, yeah. things. Areolas. Okay. So. Maybe neck. Maybe neck. Yeah. But ogres also have necks. Ogres. Yeah. That's true. Bitch, they might have breasts. We don't that's know. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, Kat. Okay, listen, listen, listen. If they had breasts, do you think Robert Jordan would have failed to tell us about one of them <laughs> folding their arms underneath them? I'm not sure if. I'm sure he did if. Some of them did. I feel like Loyal's mom must have. If you're listening, <laughs> hit us up on Twitter at the Weed of Time and tell us. Did any ogier woman ever fold her arms under her breasts? We need to know. We need to remember. We need to know if ogiers have boobies. Inquiring minds want to know. I know the furry artists think that ogiers have titties. Absolutely. But, like, do they objectively have titties? Yeah. Do we have objective evidence? Anyway, what would we be most comfortable comparing it to? Is, is Harriet a close personal friend with any of you? Can you ask? <laughs> really, though? Any, anyone? Hey, Harriet, the ogres of titties. <laughs> I think someone working on the Wheel of Time show is on the Twitter of Time. I don't, resident book nerd or something? Hit us up. Let us know, please. <laughs> I'm writing down the question. Um, Can make it a poll. Anyway. I know, that's what I was thinking. Let's just, for ease of things, compare ogier ears to human titties. Okay. Yes. Nipples. Okay. <laughs> Is to there an equi equivalent on a male body? Nipples. Okay, yeah. Free the nipple. Okay. All right. And so, what do we think... The average level of sexual inclusion of ears is for Ogier. What would we say, like, the maximum amount it's involved in sexual intercourse for them? I think it depends on whether or not the uh, Ogier couple plays a large... You know, they cares about foreplay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. Cause, cause Let's assume like... that they're good people committed to each other's pleasure. Okay, then I would say a very high percentage, probably like 95 plus. <laughs> yeah. The okay, because because they, fond <laughs> they fondled each other's ears after they got <laughs> married and they were rubbing noses and... Like, there's foreplay to the foreplay in all yeah. your culture. Yeah. Like... They <laughs> Do we think that there is ever ear fucking? Going either way with internal and external genitalia being involved. Either I way, I don't even care. There could be moves made to play with the ears of somebody who was giving oral sex. Okay, you just reach down like... Yeah, play with your ears while Oh, they... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
That makes sense. <laughs> Only at the weed of time, folks. I can also see funneling ears at different times. Yeah, during. during. Yeah. <laughs> if you got your hands up by their head, you know, yeah. onto either side, and, and you're hoisting yourself, you might as well. Your hands are right there. Do we think there has ever been an ogier penis in an ogier ear? Probably. Absolutely. <laughs> Penises are crazy. They end up in all sorts of horrifying places. What, Nosebo? No one said it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Can't believe you just let it happen anyway. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that does seem like something they would do, right? Yeah. Yeah, abs- absolutely. <laughs> the, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Wait, as someone who has not read the series in like five years, yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes my theories need a little bit of yeah, lore. Lore, help me out. Yeah, can any like is can Ogier channel potentially? No, no, they have they have woods powers, and if our neighbors could not be honking, that would be grand. Do y'all fucking mind. Okay, Horrible. so do they not understand that we have a marijuana-based podcast? That's a little disappointing for them, because I was thinking there could be like terangrial earrings that would like vibrate or something mm-hmm. that they could. Mm-hmm. Yikes! Well, they could just have Chandler's make those for them. They've built enough of theirs. They don't get paid for building the cities; they just get paid in terangrial earring sex toys. Yes. yes! <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> The that's fruits just... of my labor have finally. That's the born sh- fruit. Yes, born fruit. <laughs> Terangrial <laughs> earring sex toys. The the new novel in the born series, born the born fruit, <laughs> starring Matt Damon. Also, triangle earrings would be lit. Like, that's my preferred method of triangle. Damn. Yeah. I, f- I feel like in the Age of Legends, mm-hmm. there must have been, like, oh, glow-in-the-dark yeah. triangle earrings. Like, fashion statement triangle oh, earrings oh, that did things that couldn't be real otherwise. Mm-hmm. I'm quite certain, based on the kinds of fabric that they used. Yeah. Like the one that Grendel always wears. Yeah. So, like... Hmm? Color changing, um, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like that's got to be a thing that exists in peaceful times of high magical yeah. knowledge, yeah. right? Yeah. Kind of cool. See it get utilized in fashion. See Definitely. people walk the runways in like power rod yeah. textiles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Very cool. Well, fashion, fashion shows would be amazing. Right, that's what I'm saying. Ugh. Now you're making me sad, wishing for a time that I never, never uh, knew. All right, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Big <laughs> Time Podcast, and we hope you tune in again soon. Please let us know any of your thoughts on today's episode on Twitter or Discord at the Weed of Time, and check out our Patreon for cool bonuses like our homebrew Dangshins and Dragons episodes. If you have a second to rate or view our podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. And until next time, remember that the weed weaves as the weed wills. Bye. Peace. Baby girl, we ain't gotta move too fast. First and foremost.
most. I'm a gentleman with class, not the least bit concerned with what happened in your past. And I'm sure your heart's hurting, but the pain won't last. I could be your aspirin, a mask friendly. We can start you with a daily dose of vitamin D. Yeah, I got jokes. You laughing at me? No. Now go on and grab your coat and tell your girls that you're leaving. Show me, baby. Show me, baby. What you got? What you got? Show me, baby. Show me, baby. Your favorite spot. I'm not that. 